so that we don't lose what was all, what, what what was um, so we don't lose what we elders earned for us. Well, to begin with, uh, <clears throat> we could probably never go back to those days of our grandfathers, grandmothers, or even our moms and dads, uh, because that kind of lifestyle has passed. The strong religious groups that we had, the Washut, the Wampne, the Waslik, the Shakers, uh, or is basically all gone. It was kind of the backbone of our elders at that time. Well, our younger people today don't have it, but they can go to a longhouse and learn to sing watchet songs. It's only the beginning. But when you're growing up and you learn a medicine way and how you're to take care of this land and this resource and what you're doing uh, when you're taking care of this, you're looking at the future generations that are going to come in after you. You're leaving your footprints in this earth on there so that your younger generation will follow those footprints. This is what I was told. If you want to leave them nothing, then go kill everything. Go catch everything. Go dig everything, you know. But you're, you're leaving things because we respect the way nature uh, is on there and how much, uh, how much um, living things mean to us in such a way that we had to make laws uh, protecting them. Whether you live on the reservation, whether you live along Columbia River. Uh, the fish committees were always in existence uh, from way back in time in order to have a harvest time, when to go out, when to have salmon feast, when to have what they call sucker feast, when to have latitletit, when to have chnitched on the roots, uh, and uh, berries, you know, uh, all of this is a loss that the Creator had left us here for us to take care of. And if we don't take care of them, there's going to be nothing left for our children, our great-grandchildren. And uh, we don't start uh, showing them how with uh, more uh, strictness and stuff, we're really not going to have nothing. When we have people coming in, younger people coming in, explaining to the elders that they have treaty rights and stuff, you have a right to use those treaty rights. The treaty rights do not belong to individuals. They belong to the tribe. And it's a hard lesson to learn 
that I've gone through uh, in my time. But I'm glad I had teachers, old people, that I could name, that you can only look at in a picture and uh, grew up with them. There's only a few of us elders left today that can do that, to tell you the Indian name of who's in what picture. And, uh, and that's something that we have to protect in there. When the Creator's story used to be when the Creator came down and uh, all the animals made their promises uh, to, to feed the people and clothe the people. The Creator turned to the human beings and said, all these animals are sacrificing themselves to you. What's your sacrifice? And the Creator said, your sacrifice is to ensure that you honor them and make sure that they're protected and they'll go on for your children and their children. So we have to make laws, tribal laws, uh, to protect our resources, whether it's deer, whether it's uh, elk, salmon, you know. It's just that it's a sad thing to see what the white man's law has done to our resources since they came over, getting rid of the buffalo, getting rid of the wolf, getting rid of the grizzly bears, getting rid of the passenger pigeons, and uh, oh, uh, so much things that even getting rid of us uh, because they needed more land uh, to farm on. But you know, it's uh, something that we're still here because our elders believed in strong ways. And today we should give that to our younger people. Your elders should get up and talk to younger people, younger kids, your grandkids, and everything. Even if it's just to while away the time and you'll feel better, they'll feel better for that knowledge. That's what our elders did for us. All we took time out to tell us something that we thought was out of the way. And we thought, why they telling us that and all of that? And I really appreciate my elders, from my uncle, my mother, all the way up to my grandmothers, grandfathers, great-grandfathers, great-grandmothers, and the legacy that they have left the Warm Springs and Wasco tribes. The rivers, Columbia River, John Dave Basin, Deschutes Basin, uh, Lower Columbia, Willamette Valley retained and reserved for our use today. That was what they seen a long time ago. And today, as committeemen, we have a hard job to do, job to do. A lot of times people get mad, cuss around about us, 
and everything else and say all kind of stories without realizing that if we didn't have these laws to protect those resources that we're supposed to protect, we wouldn't have any. If you're gonna go fishing and there's only 10 fish coming out of the dam and you say your treaty guarantees you 50% of that, you go down and catch fish. Five fish, I don't leave five fish for who? You know, we have to look at these things on there and be glad that the tribes, Warm Springs, Yakima, Umatilla, and Nespers are actually rebuilding these runs, rebuilding the salmon runs from the 60s and 70s where the tribes had to share 300 salmon. And you guys don't seem to realize that. Where they had to have 50 fish apiece at one time. But you guys never lived through that. But our councilman did, our committee men did. But they were ensuring that at least you had salmon. And that's what we do today when we do the ceremonial hunting. We do the ceremonial fishing. When the diggers go out and do ceremonial digging, ceremonial picking, all of this is for us to be teaching our younger generation. And we should always remember that. Remember these lands. Remember what this land gave, gave to us. Early some morning, when you get up when it's breaking daylight, take your son, grandson, up to a high hill and tell them to look and see as far away as they can. Then you tell them, this is all yours and don't let anybody tell you it's not so. That's what me and Stanley Simtussis was told along the John Day River by our grandfather, walking up the hill, packing salmon up to the pickup. And he stopped us, it get daylight, and he said, look at that. You see those mountains over there towards Pendleton? You see the mountains towards Portland? See the mountains towards Yakima? This is all yours. This is all your land. You don't let anybody tell you that's not so. So we always kept that word. And you guys should always keep that word. Always look at your seated area. The ability to go out and go hunting, to go out there. The tribes work very hard, natural resources, Fish and Wildlife Committees, Tribal Council, for you guys to be able to do this. They have to work very hard to achieve these goals on their same way as fishing. Fishermen made sacrifices in years past when we had the fish wars fighting the game wardens. You guys never lived that, uh, but you guys enjoy that right today. Always remember what your elders 
have done for you on there. Always remember the blessings that we have today. And blessings I'm talking about is you children that were able to teach you guys a few things that we know today. Listen to your language teachers. Try to learn your language. Try to learn your ways. Listen to the songs. Even if you don't understand them, if you have a song when you're traveling through this country, through Ben, Brineville, Burns, uh, Pendleton, if you know a song, you sing that song. Sing it to yourself if you have to as you're traveling through that land. Because I was told when you sing this song like that, you're letting the people that is buried in these lands that were still here. So it's important that uh, younger people know that, washer singers, uh, waslik singers, shaker singers, that uh, you have that song and that blessing that was given to you by the Creator. Uh, why the songs were given to uh, the tribe, the tribal people, uh, to help you along in hard times, praying uh, in hard times. Tragedy strikes us all, but living with a tragedy is what makes us strong. What makes us strong for the younger ones that are left behind, be it grandsons, nephews, nieces, granddaughters, daughters, sons, uh, you give them that strength in there. That's what it's all about. There's nothing that lives forever, but there's a lot of things that are forever in your mind. Always remember that. And what your elders told you, what your elders talked about, and so they joked about, and everything. When you go down river, go down the river and fish, catch what you can, and everything. But don't just do that just for the sale. You think of the elders that are back here that can't go down there anymore to catch salmon, uh, to catfish, to dry fish, and everything. Same way with deer. When you're growing up, Chief Amos from Texas had us go out. You go out there and kill a couple deer. One's for Sunday. One we're going to butcher up and we're going to take to different houses on the flat. That's how we were taught. When we went fishing for root feast and stuff, huckleberry feast, we were given six, seven bullets with a rifle, rifles. Go out, go get some deer for a cutwisher. That's how we were. That's how we were when we were growing up. Today we don't do that. We want to go out and go kill a deer because we're 
when the shooter deer. The tribe's got many programs for you to go out in national forest, seeded area. All you gotta do is pick up a permit showing that you're going out there to kill a deer for a dinner or for yourself or, or whatever. That is, uh, what do you call it? Um, when you take care, take care of yourself the same way as fishing. So your young people learn now while you still can about the salmon, the deer, elk, and how we gotta protect it. In time to come, you may be a councilman, you may be councilwoman, you may be a committee woman, committee man, you make very important decisions when to stop things and when to open up things for the protection of the things that cannot talk. So remember that always. Love of Kush.